Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's October 26, 2023. And today we've got our good friends from Learning Ally here. You can learn about this wonderful nonprofit at learningally.org. And I do suggest you go over there. They're celebrating 75 years in service to education and children with learning challenges this year. So please check it out over at learningally.org. We've got one of their wonderful uh, officers, Vice President of Educator Initiatives for Learning Ally, Dr. Terry Noland is back with us today. She's always wonderful. She's the host of their podcast called Spotlight on Dyslexia and Spotlight on Early Literacy. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is literacy, not only in general, but specifically for dyslexic kids, how many of the people this affects and, you know, how they, how they actually learn and how we can teach them. Okay, we know a lot about it these days. Terry knows even more than most of us. She's going to tell us everything she knows from everything they've said. And for some reason, Terry has disconnected here. We're just going to bring her on. And suddenly she's disconnected. I don't know what's going on. There she is. She's back now. Okay. Uh, please go over to ace-ed.org. That's our home website. See everything we do over there. And we will be archiving this uh, podcast over there. Terry, I thought I lost you for a minute. It's Larry here. Well, you did lose me for a minute, Larry. I'm I'm here. I'm glad you're here, Terry. Thanks for being here. We love you. Okay. So it's good. All right. Are you are you are you in a cell phone or what? Where are you? Well, Larry, I am on a cell phone, and I'm trying to be in just as quiet of a place as I can, and and make this work today. <laughs> well, you're going to make it work. Where are you today, if I may ask? Well, I am in Dallas. I had there some canceled go. flights last night, and left oh, the condo geez. at 5 a.m. this morning. Oh, trying to oh. trying to get home, Larry. Oh. Where were you heading home to? Uh, to West Texas, Abilene is where I'm going. Oh, jeez. Well, good yep. luck, Terry. That's no fun. What, what was the cause of the cancellation That's... of the flight? Why did they cancel that oh, flight, Terry? It was, it was weather, weather, weather. So, uh, yeah, now just trying to get that last leg and, and get all that straightened out. So I'm yeah. here, though. Good. You can get home safely. And uh, what, what time's your flight? What time's your flight going to happen now? Well, now I'm trying to get a car. So <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. Good luck. Okay. That's all I can tell you. Travel's less Thank fun you. than it used to be. I got, I yep. got to tell you. Okay. Well, let's go to the car. Are you okay to do the show? Are you, wouldn't have, you okay to do the show today? Or are you too frazzled? Well, I, like you know what? I, I mean, it, I'm assuming we're not live right now. Um, we are. We so, are, but that's okay. Oh, we are live. People yeah, are yeah. people are listening in. I mean, yeah. I'm okay to do the show. Um, you know, I'll just I'll just sit here and we'll chat. And if if some if my car comes along, then I'll let you know. Good enough. And don't you worry about that happens. You let me know. We can always reschedule for later. Okay. So don't you worry about that. We want to get you home and get you Thank home you. safe. Okay. And I mean Thank that sincerely, you. your old friend. Okay. October, which we're now at the end of October now. Happy Halloween, by the way. Okay, and I hope you get home before Halloween. Okay, October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. All right, and what we want to talk about today, Terry, and I know this is important to you, is understanding brain-based learning, which I, and this is neuroscience. And we're going to find out what's the real experience of how kids with dyslexia read. 
And I think that's really a great subject. I know you're an expert on it. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. What, how are we doing on literacy in America these days? Okay, how many kids in this country, with percentage, so to speak, are dyslexic? Okay, and how many teachers know how to teach these kids? Now, there, there you go, Tara. Go for it. All right, you set me up on that one. So we're, we're not doing as good at literacy as we should be. We, we uh, are making huge strides. Love the fact that we're making huge strides, huge science of reading movement, understanding how that brain learns to read with word recognition yep. and language development. So, yeah, we're, we're on our way. About 20% of any given population is dyslexic. Well, um, we've got yeah. some issues with, with identification. We've got some issues with, with getting enough educator knowledge to be yeah. able to provide structured literacy for these students. So we're making strides. We're, we're not where we need to be, but we are beginning to make strides as a nation. And, you know, 20% is, is a lot. You know, I mean, any number of kids. You don't want yeah. any kids that have challenges. But 20% of kids being dyslexic or, or having some sort of dyslexic challenge, that's a big number. Okay, that's a big number. And uh, let me ask you. Yeah, and let me ask this. Okay, and I, I, well, how do I want to say this properly? A lot of this is going to fall. Correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, but a lot of this falls on elementary school teachers who teach kids to read. All right, and how are we doing? Twenty percent. You go into a class. Twenty percent of your class is dyslexic. You got to know what you're doing. Okay. And it's hard to find special educators these days. I mean, it's a struggle out there to, to get personnel in that field. All right. So how are we doing in teaching teachers how to teach kids to read if the kids have dyslexia? How are we doing on that? Take it into the higher ed category there, Tara. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously tiered intervention and special ed teachers learning specialists, dyslexia therapists, We've got uh, a lot of those individuals, but honestly, it needs to start in tier one instruction. We need good tier one instruction with those general educators. And unfortunately, our teacher prep programs have not prepared them well enough that when they step into the classroom that they have that training, they have that expertise to be able to provide that good first tier instruction. That's really where we need to start. We don't need to do oh, let's just reserve this for a specialist down the hallway. Those kids need to be getting good first-tier instruction. They do. And when you talk about, we we mentioned this phrase a minute ago, brain-based learning, and we're talking about how kids with dyslexia read. How do they read? Okay, is there a way to to tell that? How do they read? What is their brain doing? What is their brain doing that my brain is not doing? Or their brain is, well, yeah, this, yeah. What's going we on? all learn to read the same way. We all learn to read the same way, and that is a myth, that, that people are wired differently in reading. That's not true. We're all wired the same way. What happens, though, for students with dyslexia is that um, we've got to do more work to create that neural networking that is required to move throughout the brain, moving from our visual word form area up to that, that um, sound area in our brain moving over to meaning. And it takes a lot of routing, 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 and practice, practice, practice for kids with dyslexia. The misnomer is that dyslexic kids learn to read differently. No, the science doesn't prove that. The science says all hmm. brains um, learn to read the same way. We just need to provide more 
opportunity for kids that need that explicit teaching that routes that brain uh, the, the way it needs to happen for reading. Yeah, that, that's a great analogy. It's, it's a rerouting thing. We, we all want to get to the same place we all can, but occasionally there's some bad, 20% of the time or so, there's some bad roads, and we've got to figure out another way to route in. Is that basically what we're talking about? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And you hit on something, too, as far as understanding what kids need. They need explicit systematic instruction for decoding our language, but they also need language, language comprehension, understanding words, vocabulary development. Um, so, so building on that, having both of that, it's not just, let's just Phonics, phonics, phonics all the way, all day. It is building in opportunities for oral language, turning talks with our kids, language development, background knowledge. We we got to have both. We 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 really do. And if you do all this, if you do this right at the very beginning, okay. And, and this is going to be an odd way to say it. Can we conquer the dyslexic challenge? I mean, is there a way to, and I'll say it this way, get rid of dyslexia by teaching the kids properly? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but (laughs) help me out. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean, exactly. You know what you're going to do? You're going to ameliorate some of the challenges that come along with it by providing that good first-tier instruction, intensive intervention and support, if that's what's required for somebody that might um, need more of that. Dyslexia is a spectrum, just like many other things that we know. Autism is a spectrum. And so yeah, um, what will happen is that good first-year instruction is going to ameliorate some of those problems that come along with dyslexia. Now, now students with dyslexia, all other kinds of things come into play and, you know, maybe even directionality. They, you know, yeah. which way is left, which way is right, you know, things yeah. like that. So, so good first-year instruction um, teacher knowledge on what to do for students. There's a lot of social emotional aspects that come along with it yeah. too. Yeah. Not fe- not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. I can't read, other kids can. So, you know, a lot of things to tend to. It really and I just want to ask this is 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 dyslexia you just said the, the figuring out right from left and that sort of thing. Okay? It, but is dyslexia I don't want to say this. Is it a reading challenge? Where where does it sit? Is it strictly reading or do we take it into other things? Dyslexia. Yeah, just like I mentioned, it kind of goes into other areas as well. Yeah, there's a spectrum. So you can, let yeah, me ask exactly. you this way. If you have trouble telling left from right as quickly as possible, but you are an excellent reader, could you still be dyslexic? No, no, that's just, no, that's not the way that that works. It's, it's all around um, spatial. It's it's uh, it's um, you know there's research now that's happening that says that um, lots of other things are starting to come in at that that spatialization of letters and things like that. It, it's so complicated and so important, and uh, and you know we have to make sure teachers are very well aware of it. Speaking of that, a Learning Ally, thank you, Learning Ally, my good friends. Okay, hello, Alyssa, etc. Okay, you guys, you have your, you have the podcast. Okay, your Spotlight on Dyslexia yeah. from 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 them, and you also have a conference, the Spotlight on Dyslexia conference, which I believe you just you just had, and 
or had a month or so ago. Uh, what what did you talk about when you what, what's new? What's the what's the cutting edge stuff that's that everybody needs to know about? Well, I was kind of going there. Uh, Dr. Stanislaus Dahan, who well, is a you have to wait to rent a car. Well, you're waiting for a rent a car to go there, so that's cool. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Stanislaus Dahan, who is a world-renowned cognitive neuroscientist, he's a guy that puts the little probes on, on little brains and yeah. puts them in an fMRI scanner and, and wow. really understands and wow. studies this stuff. So Dr. Dr. Dahan was our keynote speaker. And he started to lean into the research around dyslexia, uh, showing that that there are so many nuances and intricacies of what we understand dyslexia to be. Yeah. Are you there? So go on, right? I'm here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 very interesting stuff. And so like he, Dr. Jason Yateman out of California, they are really starting to dig in, just like I talked about, even letter spacing or letter transfer, things like that. Of course, components is, um, you know, a very primary thing that's happening for students with dyslexia. It's, 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 is it, are we talking neuroscience here? Is that what we're talking about? Oh my goodness! Yes, we're talking neuroscience here. Wow! It's it, you know, so so I have to ask this, okay? When you yeah. talk about when you talk about dyslexia, you, okay? Yeah. We we think of that as an, if I may, an educational subject. It falls mostly on teachers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but dyslexia you're, seems to you're fall. You're right. Okay, but teachers, this is important, are not neuroscientists, okay? So how is the neuroscience translating to what educators need to teach these kids? Where are we on that? Yeah, yeah. Another big issue, and and what is it doing to what you talked about before, is getting into the hands of our, our folks in higher ed that we're training our teachers correctly when they go into the classroom. So, um, you know, we're, we're not where we need to be. Once again, that is something that, that us as a society need to work on. Even the simple fact of like these research, the work of Dr. Stanislaus Dahan, which is incredible. The way it our system be. is set up is that his research is behind walls and behind gates and and it is a very high rigorous amount of reading to do if you were to read some of the research articles that he and colleagues and others are doing and you know it's it's there's a barrier right now there is a barrier between research to practice we've heard that for so long yeah yeah exactly and uh, well we did a covid vaccine in, in a year and we got that out there, okay? There's no reason yeah. for the delay. And, it, you know, as I said, and it, you know, at least the COVID vaccine, if I may use that as a lousy example, you know, it got right into yeah. the hands of doctors, okay, uh, and professionals who could give you the vaccine if you wanted the vaccine, okay? And, right. Yeah. And, you know, we got to get the, the, the research and the, and the products into the hands of educators, Okay, it's, yeah. it's that simple, and, and that seems to be where the gap is. And on that note, 
talk, put learning ally into all this. Okay, what are you guys doing regarding all of these kind of things? And I know you have tons of information out there, but you also have tons of products. Okay, just talk about that. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, you brought Do it a up plug. already. Be, be shameless. Uh, give the give the give my good friends shameless. a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is Spotlight on Dyslexia. So Spotlight on Dyslexia is a virtual conference that we have hosted for the past eight years. We're moving into our ninth year of June of 2024. And, Yay. I mean, we're, we're, putting, we're putting folks like Dr. Stanislaus Dahan, the, one of the greatest researchers of our time. You love him. You said it three times. Yeah. There I do. He is there. Yeah, you he do. He's accessible. He is presenting the newest research with right there in front of our teachers. Our teachers are there. It's not just him. I mean, last year we had over over 50 people presenting at that virtual online conference. Wow. The community of educators that come together and and then hear hear the presentations, but then ask questions and and each other and and probe a little bit more and get curious and begin to synthesize information we've had so many people say we take it back we play these over (laughs) and over for professional learning moments so the spotlight on dyslexia first of all it's so accessible for teachers and uh, secondly it's you know you go to a live conference and there's eight sessions to choose from in a breakout moment, I can only go to one. I can't provide myself eight times. (laughs) But here at Spotlight on Dyslexia, it's all recorded. You get to go back in, watch, rewatch. And for adult learning, what we know is just an immediate single, I listen to it, I might take a nugget or two, but when I can truly listen and rewatch and hone in, and talk to a colleague in this community of learners that we have, that's where the real change starts to happen. And, uh, you know, you said something that was so important. You know, adults learn differently than kids. Adults learn differently than kids, and I'm glad you guys know recognize that and do what you need to do. And you're right, you can't just divide yourself into eight different things. <laughs> okay, you're absolutely exactly. right. Are, are, are the conferences still up on learningally.org? Are they all still there? Yeah. I have a couple of them linked. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they absolutely are, can still get access. Our one from last June is available until the end of December. And then go. we're, you know, there we go. We're about to prep for next year, uh, getting, you know, our speakers, all of that, all of the – we're big on community. We are so big on the yeah, you are. community aspect that getting, getting people involved, not only just teachers, our staff. This is a learning moment for our staff as well. Yep. It's it, it, it's really cool. And I have to ask you, then this is more of an anecdotal question. Okay. But you yeah. work with school districts all over the place and you, you know, you go all over the place and you know, you said at the beginning quote of our show today, we're making great strides and I believe we are. All right. And you know, it's always exciting to get the new information out there and all that. But as you go from school district to school district, Terry, how, what's your, uh, What's your feeling? Are we really, are we doing, how do I want to say this? Is every school district doing what it needs to do? Is, is the information disseminated out there? Do you feel like we're all at the same place? I don't know how to ask the question, no. but I think you know what I mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean, and the answer is no. No, yeah. school districts are not at the same place, but we also have to understand that 
the regionality of what's happening, the state legislation that's going on huh. in, in states. And that has big impact on what's happening in classrooms because the minute that a state state legislation, a new motion, a new law, a new something gets enacted, <laughs> yeah. then that changes what's going on with our schools. I know there are superintendents and principals across the country right now that are feeling a little bit overwhelmed by new uh, legislation and how they're going to go through, yeah, go through. Some schools need an entire philosophical change on mm -hmm. the way we teach reading. They um, Oh, yeah, well, you know are, the reading wars these yep. days. Yep. Well, yeah, we don't talk reading wars. We talk reading revolution. That's what Thank you. That's okay, good. About. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reading revolution, that's where we want to go. And, uh, um, you know, we're there, some schools are still in a moment of, of not catching on to that science of reading, of understanding the way that our brains learn to read. And so they've got a little bit more work to do. And philosophical changes are hard because yeah. you're telling me I'm supposed to believe something new that, that – I've believed all my life was right, and now you're telling me it was wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's it's really it's hard. hard. But how does it, it, and just I'm going to let you go in a few minutes. But I'm just curious. You know, all the quote controversy, science of reading. You know, the old methods, the new methods. Lucy Hankins. You can write down a whole list. Okay. Um, you know, how does that affect re reading for dyslexics? Which way, yeah. what's, the, what's the way to go for this? Like, and, you know, I have to say something, you know, when we're talking about little school, it's just not a, there's not a principal or a teacher who doesn't want every kid to learn how to read. I mean, every single teacher, that's what they want. Okay. They have to oh. be aware. Yeah. They, you know, and, and you got to get the information out there. And yeah, just and, and what do you think on all that? Well, here, like I said, at the very top of the show is what's good for a student with dyslexia is good for all kids. Not to the same intensity. We need to, we need to distinguish. It doesn't mean that there's many five-year-olds that walk into a kindergarten classroom and they are readers. And it's like, yep. well, how did that happen? You're like, I don't know how that happened. They're readers. But um, what we need to be able to understand and do with our screeners and our diagnostic assessments is how to target our students, particularly those with dyslexia, identify risk as early as possible yeah, and yeah. then provide that direct, explicit, systematic instruction that the majority of your students in the classroom are going to need. And so it's not different. It is let's identify early, let's get direct, systematic, and good tier, in, tier one instruction, and then intensify that for our students with dyslexia. Um, so, so that's where we need to go. It's good stuff, Terry, and you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes there is a, a rockier road for some kids. You have to go slower and adjust. Okay, and I think it's easier yeah. with all the products that are out there today that are adaptable to different reading levels, et cetera, et cetera. And AI's coming. Down. Actually, I should ask you that. AI and dyslexia, real quick. Anything? Oh my goodness! I wish I had an answer for you. I'm going to tell you. I you don't have am, to yet. I'm back. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm baffled a little bit. I can see some some good in AI, but I can also see it's a slippery slope. So <laughs> I don't have a good answer. But, I, but that's for sure, but Larry. I do. If you're going to say, hey, tell the things that we do, 
that I'm going to tout uh, the Learning Ally audiobook solution. We've talked about our conferences, but the Help. audiobook right. solution. Yeah, uh, it, I liken it to, uh, um, you know, it's that little gem. It's that little gem <laughs> that sometimes you don't think about because I'm worried about curriculum. I don't think about because it's, it's this extra thing sometimes. But it has significant power when students understand that they, oh, my goodness, I can listen to a book and read a book and, and understand the story and be exposed to novel words, unique words. And uh, the, the Learning Ally audiobook solution has truly changed lives. I am glad you brought that up. I'm going to let you go. You drive safe to Abilene. Promise. How long a drive is it? Oh, my goodness. How long it's a drive is it? three hours. It's about bad. three hours, so that's it'll be good. Bad. Thank you it'll for giving good. me the grace today to have a little bit of background noise, but I got into my car. I'm good to go. Milady, you are good literally and figuratively, okay? You are good to go. Thanks for being with us today, Taryn. Have a, when you, you get Larry. home, when you get home, have a cup of tea and relax or a martini oh, of I your choice, it. whichever. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, All Terry. Right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love having Terry on the show. She is so knowledgeable. Our Learning Allies, good friends of ours. They, they have wonderful products. They're a 75-year-old company that's been working with kids with learning challenges. They are the nicest, best people, and they care. So please check it all out. I have it linked, but it's learningally.org. We'll archive at ace-ed.org. Go over there. See what we do. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.